0: Good. You're listening to Wasted Radio. My name is Matt. And on this episode, I have Jack from Hesitate. This is one of those bands, man, that, you know, I found Hesitate uh, probably uh, a while ago. Um, I don't know exactly when, but it was quite a while ago. Uh, Reached out to them more recently, and I was like, yo, Hesitate Rules, Berks County, Pennsylvania, PA Hardcore, 610. You got to come on the show. We got to represent. And he was like, yeah, obviously, of course, let's do it. So Jack hit me back, um, called me up. We had a conversation for like three hours. Jack is the man. Um, I had to cut a lot of it out, and that's not for saying that it wasn't something that, you know, I didn't want to air or anything like that. But, you know, we just talked for so long about life and philosophy and everything else like that. And I mean, total, total stoner stuff. Um, but anyway, Jack is a totally awesome guy. I really, really appreciate your time, dude, especially for how much of it, you know, I took up. Um, but uh Hesitate is going to be playing at This Is Hardcore this year, and that is something that we are going to be promoting on the show today. Um, if you have not gotten your tickets to This Is Hardcore yet and you are able to go, if you have the means and the ability to go, you definitely should because it's one of those things where it's like every year it's a, it's a historic event, and this year is definitely going to be no different. In fact, I think it's going to be extra special because it's been two years. Um... I have to say, we're only going to be there on Saturday, but we're going to be doing some record giveaways. We have some other fun stuff planned in the future. There might be, might, I'm putting a might on this, but there might be a This Is Hardcore uh, you know, radio show where I'm going to play a song from each of the bands that are playing. That's a huge feat. I don't know if you saw the lineup yet, but I mean... It's really, really, really big. I don't know if I'm. I don't know if I'm going to have the time. I want to do it. It's a great idea. So we're going to shoot for it. But anyway, uh, this is hardcore. You find that at this is hardcore fest or uh, thisishardcorefest dot Make sure you get your tickets. Um, I believe it is July seventh through the tenth the yeah yeah that's actually correct so july 7th through the 10th in philadelphia you don't want to miss it hesitate will be playing hesitate is the band that you want to check out today at hesitate 610 on instagram that's going to give you all your links um my interview coming up is with jack he is the vocalist uh like i said the bands from berks county they're awesome they're definitely one you want to support you want to stick around for this interview too it's really interesting um that's all i really have to say i'm gonna play a track off of the ep um the ep is called ahead of the game uh this is a more recent one that dropped in 2021 they had one with a different vocalist that came out previously and the song that i'm about to play is a song that it's kind of just like a mosh mosh anthem that appeared on uh, the first one and then also on the second one jack did the guest vocals on the first one he is the main vocalist on the second one i think that um i wanted to play this song because this is a song that is like pretty defining for the band it's interesting and it seems like um you know this is what this is something that really gets people going at their shows uh proud to have jack on the show today um without further ado I'm gonna play this track for you. It's called the Dirt Mall Stomp. Get ready to bang your fucking head with Hesitate. And then my interview with Jack. what's up you're on wasted radio with me Madam. here with jack from hesitate what's going on man
1: how you doing brother
0: yo i'm doing good man i'm doing real good tonight um we were just bullshitting and we decided we should probably record um but anyway you were talking about uh street struck and the times that you guys have played with them yeah yeah which uh keystone jam and then the other show i think you said was where at
1: it was in media PA. It was a Halloween show set up by my boy, Eric McDade. Shout out to Snub Nose. I don't know if you ever heard of them before. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. But it was like us, street Struck, Scrutinize from Maryland. Um, shit, there were a few other bands that I can't remember right now. And it'll come to me eventually. But that was a dope show. Everybody was all dressed up and everything, too. It was like a costume show.
0: Yeah, I think I saw pictures from that. Um, where is media PA?
1: I got to be honest with you, man. In the grand scheme of things, I'm really not even sure where it is on no the map. No idea. Honestly, like, I just, some, like, there are some places where I'll just, like, I just know it by the GPS, bro. You know, yeah. if yeah. I, if I lived 200 years ago, I'd be fucking toast. Like, yeah. No lie.
0: <laughs> yeah. We, um, well, is it, is it closer to Philly than you are or is it further away?
1: It's, um, it is closer to Philly than where okay. I live. Okay. So it's, so it's maybe further like, away from me yeah it's like 45 minutes maybe i'd okay. say
0: okay that's cool yeah, yeah there's a like, lot of there's a lot of like towns like that in pa that like you know if you like take the wrong road or whatever you'll end up in some random ass town that you've never heard of and you like it happened to us not that long ago we ended up in a like i think the town was called hazlitt i'm like where the fuck are we <laughs> like sometimes you just I've,
1: yeah that's that's one thing that i really love about pennsylvania honestly like it's so just like it's vast and oh, that beautiful. show and, and that media show was, uh, was at a VFW show. Okay. So yeah, it was awesome. I think Very there's cool. another show there coming up at the end of next month, but I'm not 100%. But yeah, anyway, that was yeah. a dope show. And Street Streetstruck is cool. So shout out to them.
0: Yeah, Street Streetstruck's a great band. We're here to talk about Hesitate, uh, which yes, is sir. your band, the band that you sing for. Um, yes. So uh, first of all, um, I love your band. Your band's really cool thank you brother. i
1: appreciate i appreciate that very much no seriously
0: um and uh, ahead of the game is great it's on my playlist i listen to it all the time i think that you guys are uh i think that there's a huge like energy vibe that comes from hesitate and it's just got a great solid pa hardcore sound um to fucking home run as far as i'm concerned uh how did the band get started when did you guys get started you know what's the hesitate story
1: Okay, so Hesitate started, I want to say maybe like, I may be wrong in this, but Hesitate started maybe in like 2017 or so, no, like 2018 maybe, because I joined Hesitate late. I only joined Hesitate last, we're in 2022 now, right? Yes. Yeah. Last February I joined. Correct. Because yeah, that was their first release with me mm-hmm. uh, ahead of the game. They actually have another EP out with the guitarist, Steve, my boy, he was the vocalist and maybe he just like, didn't feel like doing it anymore. I really don't I really don't know, but I didn't argue. I was like, yeah, dude. I mean, just a bunch of guys from my hometown and then big ass Jacob Smith from from bear Delaware. Hell yeah. Um so it's you... I say Berks I say Berks County because it's like four out of five, you know, mm-hmm. it may as well be.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um now what town are you guys all from?
1: I live in West Lawn, which is uh-huh. like near Reading PA. Like mm-hmm. it's like 15 minutes outside of like Reading, and then Dakota. Bryce and Steve, they all went to Exeter. So like Pottstown area.
0: Okay. And then but like you're a, all in like the general, like 20 minutes apart.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Well, Dakota Pottstown is about 40, 40, minutes from, from where I live right now, which is in yeah. West lawn. Like I said.
0: Okay. Now uh, living over there and being in that band, you guys have had some pretty cool opportunities. Um, I always see, hesitate. Um, and I think it's well-earned. You're a good band, um, but I always see you guys on these banger bills, like playing with these awesome bands. Um, what are some of the best shows that you've gotten to play so far?
1: Hmm. I think right off the top of my head, I can say we were just on tour, well, tour. We, we, did, like a, we did like a four-day weekend with uh, Strangle You from Atlanta, and we played a show in a vintage shop called Poor Taste in Chattanooga, Tennessee, and that was absolutely wild, yes. honestly yeah i mean like it wasn't like the typical crowd that we like expected to play to but it was just like just kids just like moving and dancing and having fun i think um yeah gum also played and then the band's joy boy and then hard way out i don't know any of those that prop that show probably and then i would also have to say there's this venue in philly called the snake pit it's like it's like a garage type situation and we played there and we had an awesome fucking reaction it oh, was yeah. like just like super super diy like you know like brick walls and just like cement everywhere tiny as hell you really had to pack it in with like low ceilings and shit yeah uh hate five six actually showed up oh that's yeah, awesome. yeah sunny sunny came and he filmed all the bands and yeah that footage is online if you care to if you ever care to watch any of yeah. you listening to this. <laughs> um, yeah,
0: dude, he has uh, a lot of footage of um, bands that you have played in. Um, some of the uh, Hesitate stuff, actually, to be honest, uh, Hate 5-6 is a great resource for me because I prefer, um, I mean, I love studio recordings. I always say this, but like, I love studio recordings, but um, the uh, there's nothing like a live band. And... You know, that's why I love hate five, six, because like if I want to listen to like hesitate, for instance, um, I I'll pull that up and listen to it in the AirPods, honestly, more often than not, lately, I'll do that more than uh, just listening to it off of iTunes or Spotify or anything like that.
1: Yeah, no, I, I definitely understand what you're saying. I feel like sometimes like sometimes that's the case, like in my opinion, at least at mm-hmm. least sometimes that's the case that like a band like really translate better live than they do on record i personally think that hesitate translates better on a record than live because i'm i'm a piece of shit and i'm just like out of fucking shape so i'm like a song in and i'm like i mean you can you can see it in my face it's like it's fucked up dude i have to i i gotta like exercise and start eating better because it's gonna be a downhill battle yeah do you have a lot real. Of
0: shows lined up that you're gonna have to like be ready for
1: uh we've got let's see yeah actually we've got a show next weekend in binghamton with uh with a couple of bands uh big shot pure bliss and face first and if i'm not mistaken i'm pretty sure they're all from new york like upstate new york mm-hmm. no wait one of them's from hudson valley actually no big shot is from hudson valley mm-hmm. and then we're playing with in cold blood at preserving hardcore which is going gonna or preserving underground in pittsburgh which is going to be an awesome show yeah i saw that going to do some shopping. Hopefully I can get some Biohazard CDs there and some shit. <laughs> and uh and then some other unannounced stuff as of right now. Cool. But uh yeah, I mean we're um we're kind of, you know, trying to get we're trying to piece together some new music right now. Mm-hmm. Jacob, our guitarist, he's in a band called Fools Game with our boy Justin and then Ben stuckey from Snub Nose and Spirit Flaw. Yes.
0: Yeah. Um, so we're all we're all
1: keeping busy. Fools Game's
0: a great band too. Shout out Fools Game.
1: I saw them last night and I pulled a muscle in my back doing so.
0: There you go.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, like I said, bro, I, uh, I don't, that's, that's like my only form of quote unquote exercise, if you will. And I was, I was stupid enough to not even like consider stretching or anything. I was like, oh, yeah. I'll just, I'll just go in with like no repercussions. And then, of course, like, first (laughs) song, I was just like, ow, it hurts to breathe.
0: Dude. Um, I was at uh, McGarvey's not too long ago, and um, this guy from around here, um, he's a real hard mosher, but he was outside stretching before this band was playing, and I was stretching too, but I was laughing, and he was like, you laughing at me. He's like, you making fun of me, man. I was like, no, believe it or not, I'm laughing at myself because I'm stretching to mosh right now because I have to do this because if I don't. I mean, even if I do, I'll be destroyed tomorrow. Like, I know what I'm about to do. I shouldn't do, but I'm about to do it.
1: And, you know, like I'm only 24, you know, in the grand scheme of things, I'm still like relatively like a young person. So, I mean, there's no reason why I should be, you know, like pulling muscles if I like mosh without stretching or like maybe I'm just blind to the fact that I am like getting a little bit older. But that feels like so like lame to say, because like I said, I'm still relatively I'm still relatively young like as are you you said you you said earlier you're what like in your 30s like 31, I'm 31.
0: yeah I'm. that's not old yeah you know
1: not at all truthfully yeah.
0: yeah exactly well i was talking to someone not too long ago that was like in his 50s and he was like you're a baby you don't even understand i'm like yes i know i know like <laughs> like that's, feel like that's one, really like
1: it. i've thought about that a lot over the last few years like over the last two years i've been like damn like because you know like with like covid and just like the way the world has been in the last few years like i can't remember if it was like 2020 or 2021 where it seemed like so many celebrities and people were just like dying you know like some from covid some from like helicopter crashes rest in peace but it was just like i was really thinking about the fact that like a lot of these people were just like so young and i'm not going to get into this whole like wow deep sort of shit but Mm -hmm. i just thought like in the grand scheme of things some of these people were like some of these people had a lot of time left to live in their life oh yeah like I used to think that like sixty was like or like fifty was like old oh dude they're old you know well it's older, but like it's not even like halfway in some cases no, nah, you know I mean, I,
0: I've been realizing that too as I've been getting older um like I know a lady I knew a lady that just died probably like a week ago, maybe maybe a little more um she was like sixty four. I was like, Holy crap. Like that's, you know what I mean? Like you still have so much life left to live. Even Exactly. And, and there was a time, like, like what you're saying, you know, maybe like 20 years ago, I would have looked at that and been like, Oh wow. You know, she was old and not thought exactly.
1: about it. Exactly. Well, because when we're like 13 or like you said, like 20 years ago, yeah, you would have been like 11 years old. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? So like, of course, everybody is just like, everybody's old to you, you know, okay. even, even like the kids down the block that are like six, you're like, whoa, that's like a big ass person. I don't yeah. know. No, I agree.
0: And especially like being into something like hardcore punk rock, heavy metal, that kind of like subculture that kind of keeps you young. I still look at other people and I'm like, God damn, you're old. And like, I don't know if it's like an age thing when I'm saying old, or if it's more of like a cultural thing. Cause I feel like if I feel like people that are, kind of like outside of the stuff that we're into maybe take life differently and have a less like a more stressful approach to life. I think that a lot of people that are um, involved in like our subculture have a less stressful approach to life. And therefore, you know, you see a lot more people that kind of prolong their youth in different ways and they, they're they more youthful, um, whether it be, you know, good or bad for better or worse. Um, you know, but like, there's a lot of people, I think outside of subculture that, you know, they get old quick. Like you see like people in their thirties and they're they're looking like old as fuck. And you're like, wow. Like what, what outlet do you have to like still embrace your inner kid? You know?
1: Yeah. Like, you know, like no disrespect to anybody that works a desk job, you know, because sometimes it's nice, you know, like me being a pizza delivery driver, I don't have like a set schedule and I got to work weekends and shit. And it's like, it's it's bogus and like that's like a that's like one of the main like one of the main reasons why I haven't really been to a proper show in like four months besides like a couple and I didn't even stay that long because it's been so long social anxiety I like I feel like I like forgot how to act yeah it's crazy yeah, shit a little bit of that too but but getting back to what I was saying about like the desk job thing it's like yeah it's like people people I know people you know like twenty six mm-hmm. you know twenty four they're working like nine to five desk jobs and it's like i hope that you can still like hold on to your youth somehow you know and like i said i'm not like condemning anybody who does that or anything because why why would i you know
0: dude been there done that with the desk job thing i say my my job has a considerable amount of desk work like it sucks i think that it's something that everybody just agrees sucks you know, it's just like paying taxes or doing bills or anything like that. It's one of those things that just sucks. (laughs) We have, to, Mm -hmm. you just, you can't avoid, we have to grow up. Um, but, uh, anyway, so kind of getting back to, you know, like, um, we're having a good conversation about, you know, like, uh, people's habits as they grow up and, you know, the, the ways that, people outside of the thing that we're involved in or like the home that we know how those people are kind of different and how they relate to the world versus how we relate to the world. Um, It might be interesting to get your perspective on, uh, you know, like the, the, obviously you're a hardcore kid. You've been in hardcore bands. You've played it. This is hardcore. Like you understand what it's about and everything. Uh, What do you think of the, the therapeutic element That kind of comes with hardcore like it's um it was recently quoted to me that uh justin from most precious blood said um hardcore is basic or heavy metal is basically wait how did he say it hardcore is just metal with the message um i've heard
1: i have heard that quote before actually
0: yeah. yeah and uh I just wanted to get your take on that and like the therapeutic side of hardcore and, and like, you know, what, what it's done for you as a
1: person. Okay. Well, what, it, what it has done for me as a person, and I'll just keep it like, I could go on and on and on, but I'll just keep it like, you know, pretty simple. I mean, hardcore has definitely like changed my life in a lot of ways that I never really expected it to like, you know, like we were talking about this, like before we started rolling, you know like the typical like you see yourself on hate five six and then you like end up on on the site and you like you know you play fests and you tour and you do this that and the other and that has always just i mean i've been going to shows for like eight years now and i've always just been like wow you know like these people actually relate to me because mm-hmm. in high school it was just like me and my good friend connor hargreaves and then another friend of ours dalton smith we were just like the only three people Who like listen to like hardcore so i felt like weird as hell you know sometimes wearing like sweatpants and like converse and like a mind force hoodie and i'm listening to like youth of today or like music that i found through hardcore like the cranberries or some shit like that you know like things that kids in my high school were just sort of like not really listening to as much and when i started really getting into shows and started like actually making friends i was like wow i felt like I found people that I could resonate with, you know, in a way that I hadn't found before. Mm -hmm. And that has, hardcore has just helped me tremendously. And it's helped giving me an outlet, you know, to like say shit that's on my mind and like say shit that's coming from my heart. And to like either, you know, to either like send a message to somebody or to like, just send a message to anybody, you know, Mm -hmm. that's sort of like, that's sort of my thing. And I find that I can't really, I personally, I don't know about anybody else, but I can't really do that anywhere else besides like on a microphone. I'm like, I think Joe hardcore actually said in a podcast, he was talking about people who like their whole, their lives or their lives are like spent in a van. And I, I'm not saying like my life is going to be spent in a van, but like, I honestly, I, I can relate to those guys, you know, like there's nothing I would rather be doing than like, playing shows like around the country. I haven't yeah. been out of the US for music ever or even been to the west coast, but like I know it'll happen someday cuz like mm-hmm. I'm like I'm going to like grind to make that happen for sure. And I think that you know, I said I was going to keep it simple and short, but I ended up rambling anyway because you got me because you got me thinking about a lot of stuff. And uh I'll just I'll just like summarize it with like hardcore is the shit, you know.
0: Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. I like that. I like that. And, and rant. Yeah, dude. But that's kind of the point is like almost everybody uh, that I start talking to about this on this show. um, Like there's kind of this barrier that we all have about like talking about hardcore, because it's like, you don't want to be corny. You know, you don't want to like say something that sounds dumb, but like the, the truth of the matter is, you know, this is something that we've all been into for a long time at this point it's something that is been a big part of our life and has formed who we are as people. It comes with uh, a set of beliefs and attitudes of value system. And, you know, we all share that in common. And it's interesting when you get a different variety of people talking about it. Um, and just hear like their perspective on it and how, it, I mean, it amazes me like, uh, you know, to bring up Joe again, um, we when i was talking to him we were talking about how like mosh styles would like move with bands like a band yeah i was down. i was listening
1: to that one actually i listened yeah. to that episode he was talking about how like they would take they would take like their style of dancing to california with bands like dysphoria and shit and exactly. people would be like what the fuck because people in like california had like, never seen that before yeah i mean it's like it hardcore just like fuck i totally blanked well but yeah so it's i'll just i'll just yeah with, i'll back up with, oh, you go ahead it, bro
0: sorry it's okay it's the same thing though with mindset is what i was saying is like um like the values that you know you hear a lot of hardcore bands talk about like loyalty integrity sincerity pride honor you know all these things that you know people like you and i could repeat ad nauseum because you've heard so many bands say them but it's like yeah. But, for sure. but it's, it's interesting how that mindset and that value system also traveled and there, there became this kind of like, you know, there's all these different kinds of hardcore, all different, no matter where you go, though, the mindset is like, everybody's pretty much on the level with each other, you know, like everybody gets it.
1: Yeah, I was, I was going to say, I'd like to think that most people are in this shit for like the same, for like the same reason, you know? Mm hmm. Yeah, because think, we like, it like taps into something inside of us that like, we can really relate with many other people. But then with the people that we have, like, you know, around us, it's like, it's dope, you know? Yeah. What, very, um, very cool.
0: what has, what has the scene, um, done for you in your personal life and your personal growth and development?
1: Shit. I mean, I've made a lot of friends. I've made like, I've made a lot of good friends through, through just like the scene that I'm in, like I go to a lot of shows in Philly and like Delaware and stuff. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's given me somewhat of like a sense of community. I mean, not even somewhat like it's given me like, like, I mean, hardcore in general gives me like a sense of community, Mm -hmm. but like, I'm really glad that like I was able to connect with, because this is a big thing for me is being able to like have a friend who like, you know, you met him through hardcore shows and shit, but then like that person, you can like, go out to eat or like do some bullshit with them. That's not related to a hardcore show, you know, because instead of being like, Oh, that's just fucking like Joe Schmo from down the block that I see every time I go to reverb for a show, it's like, nah, that's my boy who like I went to the bar with the other night or like we got like a cup of coffee or some bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I've, I've managed to find a few of those people and for that and for hardcore shit, you know, I'm just grateful. Honestly, I'm very, very grateful because it's, it's just like, I am, um, I always sort of wondered, you know, like I thought to myself when I was in high school, I'm like, I wonder how the fuck am I going to make friends outside of high school, you know, yeah. because like yeah. <laughs> as much of like a social butterfly as I am, I really like project a lot on the inside. I'm like screaming. I'm like, you know, yeah. No so doubt. I always, I always sort of like thought to myself, like, how will I, you know, make friends and shit like that? Like that was a big thought in my mind. And luckily I don't really have to worry about that anymore, you know, as long as yeah, I've as long as I've got, you know, the people that I got in my corner, you know, Mm -hmm. everything is, everything's cool.
0: Yeah. And, and speaking to uh, what you were saying about like making, you know, not just friends, but making good friends, making um, connections and shit. Yeah, exactly. And like, I have been trying to go out of my way with this show with like the people that I interview, you know, like, I don't think it's authentic if I just like talk to you about your band, you know, it's, it's more authentic to, just shoot the shit with you your person like you know what i mean yeah that's a
1: that's a fair point i mean i mean i really don't i i don't even feel like talking about like my band for like an hour and some change you know like
0: i mean like you got to talk about so like you got to talk about the band because the band is important that's why we're here but you know and and like i don't want to minimize that but i mean like as far as like content creation goes and everything like that i think the best way that you can demonstrate like what our scene and our community is about is to show like what a connection looks like and it's just like this you just you meet nice people dude everybody that i've talked to is super nice and and completely cool and welcoming and like you know i've known like the people in my area for you know like 15 odd years but um there's so many people in different scenes and especially around PA and stuff that I've never come across, never met, never knew or anything like that. And it's just crazy how, um, like how tight and how pretty much, you know, I don't know what, what the word is I'm looking for, but like across the board, just like good how the scene is, you know, um, like we have, we have a great attitude we have a lot of really really cool active people like yourself that you know want to contribute that are eager to be a part of something that you know um i mean i don't know that's just maybe i'm just feeling extraordinarily positive tonight but
1: the uh hey i mean it's i mean yo it's better than it's better than the other way around bro i mean shit i can i can feel the i can feel the positivity through the through the zoom call so (laughs) by all means you know fire away
0: yeah, no, I mean that's that's just uh like doing the show. It kind of gives me a different um, appreciation for uh, the genre and the the scene and everything like that because it's just I, I mean it's just different, you know. You uh you go to shows and and you're exposed to this thing that's like weird and strange looking, and then you get involved and you meet people and you realize like the, the whole world that comes with it. It's fascinating. And, and there's a lot of good, hardworking people, like I said, that make things happen. I mean, like, this is hardcore is about to happen. You know, I know that Joe spearheads it, but there's a lot of people that, you know, that couldn't go on without um, especially all the people in all the bands and everything like that. It's, and and it really is amazing that that many people can organize and get together and have a party to celebrate you know have this giant ritual to celebrate what we do which is very tribal you know bro it is
1: it's the best it's the best weekend of the year every year in my opinion and i'm so glad that i'm so glad that after two years hate breed is headlining finally because i've been waiting i've i've (laughs) been i've been talking about this for like seven years now and i didn't see the satisfaction anniversary tour i saw um 20 years of satisfaction or maybe 25 years and then 15 years of perseverance that was like a combined tour Mm -hmm. i saw that but this is going to be like some some crazy shit i'm hoping you know like no barrier just like a sea of kids who have been waiting for this exact moment for like years and years and years yeah Oh yeah. So I'm That's- I'm abs- I'm absolutely ecstatic about that. Like through the fucking roof. Oh yeah. Straight up.
0: No doubt. I the last time I saw breed, I stood on the balcony because I've never seen Hatebreed from the balcony before. Like I was always like in getting slugged around with people and I was like I think I'm going to enjoy Hatebreed this time. Every bit is cool, but <laughs> I don't know it's just that is exactly moment.
1: that's exactly what i did the last time i saw hate breed i just kind of i stood i i was in the crowd for the first two songs and then i started getting pancaked by just dads so yeah. i just like i just like made my way out and i just stood in the back and watched i was like this is 10 times better you know yeah, yeah. Hey i can stand great and band. i i can stand and you know like and like jam to myself and i'm not getting like i'm not getting beer poured on me
0: right you who did you uh who did you see hate breed with last time
1: like what bands did they play with yeah it was, if I can remember correctly, I think it was Crowbar, the Acacia Strain, and Twitching Tongues. Wow. Yeah, that was a, that was, Um, I think that they did like two legs of that same tour. But yeah, that was an interesting lineup. I only got to see the Acacia Strain and Crowbar and Hatebreed, but that was a dope show. Yeah. I, I, I really have to think about that because like, I don't even really remember that show all that well. I think that was... 2017 or 2018 yeah i really can't remember off top but i yeah, know it's I'm, well getting that, si- I'm getting sidetracked
0: dude last time i saw hate breed was before covid and it didn't seem like that long ago but it was that hate breed um obituary tour it was a great tour it was them and oh uh, shit yeah didn't like promags and, and Madball yeah. play some dates um, of that tour terror when i saw them not Madball, unfortunately i would have. um oh yeah that would have been cool to see mad ball
1: um bro you know what you know what else is crazy since since we were since you just mentioned yeah fucking hardcore gave me the opportunity to tour with mad ball and to play and to play my first show with hesitate in my hometown with mad ball and other (laughs) friends of mine (laughs) That's like joe yeah i'm forever indebted to joe for hooking for hooking us up well for hooking me and my old band up with that tour and then for hooking up hesitate with the Madball show and basically every other show that he's done, he's yeah. the man. But I, I never thought in a million years that I would get to do like a five day tour with Madball. Like, yeah, it just it blows my mind because they're like one of my favorite bands ever. And yeah,
0: I consider Madball a classic rock band. For that,
1: <laughs> like you know, they're like that, that even, tier to me. That even alone, dude, is just like wow. Like without this without this thing that i love that i'm able to express myself through i get to do crazy shit that i never thought of doing like touring in a fucking u-haul with one of my favorite bands of all time
0: yeah yeah insanely like legendary band that's awesome
1: yeah that's that's a memory for sure that is like a that that entire week is just like a core memory for me
0: like what's it like touring with mad ball is it cool
1: yeah those those guys are super super nice you know um i still talk to the to their one guitarist mike shout out to him uncle mike i still talk to him every now and then and um anytime i see mad ball i'll say what's up to freddie some sometimes i feel like he remembers me sometimes i feel like he doesn't either way it doesn't matter (laughs) it's still cool just to shake the guy's hand and be like what's up how you doing respect yeah but um they're cool you know they mostly just like they mostly just like chill they're just like they're just typical guys that just like drink beer and like smoke the joint with hoya once that was dope and uh yeah (laughs) they're cool guys yeah they're cool and they and they always they always appreciate the young bands and shit which is also very very important in my opinion Yeah.
0: oh yeah for sure um they're one of the best um in every way i mean like mad ball like embodies what hardcore is about (laughs) and like they live it so um i couldn't agree more and and they're going to be playing in clearfield here man it's in august and that's going to be with internal bleeding and age of ruin uh which is going to be a sick show it's the upstage fest they have it in clearfield
1: um you said in, you said internal bleeding and age of ruin
0: yes and madball
1: whoa yeah <laughs> that's a yeah. that's a that's honestly kind of a cool lineup yeah
0: it is um there's two stages there's 20 bands playing but i don't know all of them i know a handful of the ones on the one stage um brace for impacts from clearfield tower of ruins from here in altoona and honestly without it in front of me um i don't know exactly but you know mad the headliner that's the point so you know it's going to be very a cool run
1: no matter what very cool you know it's and and the other thing about mad ball is like they're able to get in like any pocket that they really want to you know like they tore mm-hmm. they didn't they tore with like suffocation like last year yeah they did like a, they did like a short run with like suffocation and i hate god yeah which i saw that and i was like interesting
0: well um that's cool. really that's really cool too because like um back in the day like a long time ago there was a lot more overlap with like death metal and hardcore scenes
1: and... like was not there was like an obituary agnostic front yeah yeah like like, back in like the back in like the mid to late 90s right
0: yeah yeah and bands like dying fetus and like uh you know just a lot of bands like that that came up like through hardcore and shit like that i just think it's really cool and i've been talking about this I'm, i'm probably gonna start putting more death metal on the show um i mean i wanted it to originally just be a hardcore show but i'm down with death metal too so why the fuck not and like um i'm seeing a lot of overlap like a lot of bands like 200 stab wounds and you know other bands in that scene. Do you like do you like Simulacra? Um I don't I haven't listened to them. I've seen Dude, them. Bro, I, like I've seen fuck. I've seen them posted and shit.
1: It's it's honestly awesome, truthfully. Like yeah. they just have this they just have this like really like raw aggressive style of like okay. death metal and hardcore. And they just put out a new track recently and they got a new album coming out next month. And uh those guys are buddies of mine as well that I okay. met through this thing of ours, you know? This yeah. thing that I keep referencing every five minutes.
0: Well, um, I will definitely check them out because I've not, I, I've seen them around. Like I've seen the posts and shit, but just never looked them up. Um, I'm actually kind of, I don't know. I was, I was hesitant getting into like the newer, like old school death metal bands because I'm kind of like a snob with, you know, like certain, like I like my death metal. Like it has to be like a certain way. It's like, yeah,
1: fair enough. Know, like a, Personal, personal taste sort of thing.
0: Yeah, yeah, and um, the bands that are coming out now—they're doing a great job. I mean, I, I two hundred stab wounds is awesome, fantastic. Um, and from what I understand, they're hardcore kids, so that's even better. I mean, I don't
1: really care, but like, you know. Yeah, I mean, I mean that would that would make sense, you know? Yeah. I mean, like they've they've played like a shit ton of hardcore shows, and also I don't know if they've gone yet, but they've they have a tour with Soulfly, which is just like crazy. Yeah, you
0: know? yeah, yeah. That's and that's amazing. Um, I just crazy think, opportunity, yeah. And I think it's good for the scenes. I think that it's good for the death metal kids to expose, uh, get exposed to the hardcore bands that they would not otherwise see, and good for the de- or the uh, hardcore kids to check out new death metal bands that they might not have, you know, seen either way. So everybody helps everybody out. I think that's like it used to be a lot more like that way back in the day, and then like when I started going to shows um around here it was a lot of screamo and there was some like death metal here and there but like as far as like traditional hardcore we didn't have too awful much at that time um but then like once our hardcore scene started going it was almost all hardcore you you wouldn't see uh very much death metal at all like every now and then we would have like the through the eyes of the dead would come through or like you know bands like that um but not like traditional death metal um it's really cool though to see all these bands playing together now. I
1: like that a lot. Are you are you referring when you say your area? Are you referring to like your scene of like Altoona or like yeah. Pittsburgh? Yeah. Okay. Pretty because much, I yeah. okay because I was gonna say now I'm I'm definitely ignorant about this. The only two Altoona hardcore bands that I that I know are Fire in the Blood and Street Struck. So you're okay. gonna have to you're gonna have to fire off so, some other ones.
0: Yeah. Um. Well, it depends. Like. So wh- we had. A, we had like a, a pretty poppin' local scene that was. I don't know if the bands necessarily got out and played that much, um, but they were. We always had shows going on here. Um, some of the bands when I started going to shows were like Aggro Crag and the Valley Girl and Eternum Vale. Um, let's see. Why? Why am I blanking on this? um 10 on one was a huge altuna band in the eyes of was a huge altuna band i was in a band called terrible minds um and then you know fire in the blood i mean they're not really altuna they're kind of like from lock haven williamsport area and so do you remember okay do you remember menace um and those were uh some of the guys that were in way to the crown
1: yeah like dog menace was awesome I yeah, miss seeing yeah. that band so much. I got to oh, see dude. them a handful of times before they broke up, and I remember one day I I drove out to fucking Altoona for Brick by Brick one year, mm-hmm. and I randomly I randomly said to I can't even remember who I was with that day, but I was like, "What if Menace? Like, I really hope Menace plays like a secret set." And then all of a sudden, I heard them playing Infamous, and I was like, "Bro, are you fucking shitting me?" Yeah. And yeah, I figured really. I figured <laughs> well, this is the last time I'm going to be able to mosh to this band, and it was all just like big ass dudes swinging, and I was oh, like. Yeah. you know trying to duck out of the way i think I, i think that was like 2016 or 17 i can't remember what year
0: i have great memories from menace menace was a great band and we were we were super lucky that um our like a lot of those kids from lock haven williamsport and stuff like that they were always coming down to our shows and those were dudes that i looked up to um you know like tyler and anthony and josh and jimmy and uh Dan, who just got married, uh, Shane, Cole, who's in Fire in the Blood with Shane, um, Tyler's also in Fire in the Blood now again. Um, and their whole crew, uh, you know, they're they're they made up half of our scene, and we call that Altoona Hardcore, but really it's them too. Um, you know, I mean, I did the Altoona Hardcore show. Uh, I did an episode, two episodes about Altoona Hardcore, and one of them was Troy from street truck and then obviously uh shane from fire in the blood got um, you
1: and, that makes sense
0: and, yeah but shane's shane i think he lives in state college but you know it doesn't even matter that like they they traveled so much to come to our shows and support our scene and if you know a lot of those kids didn't come out to our shows our scene would have been a lot smaller um but yeah i mean we had we had uh, really great promoters in our area we had a lot of cool bands a lot of face down bands came throughout Altoona. a lot of eulogy bands came throughout Altoona. um a lot of uh the pa hardcore bands we were you know strength for a reason was always playing in altoona wisdom hell yeah yeah i mean dude if it wasn't for strength for uh, for real like um strength for a reason like and, and Wisdom and Chains, I, I'd have to combine them into one because they would come through as a package and just like take over and just fucking roll everyone's faces. But like, if it wasn't, I, I have to say, if it wasn't for those bands, like our scene, I, I don't even know what I'm trying to say here. Like our scene, like might not have even been what it was that they, they were so important and influential musically for what we were trying to do. Um, like I know for a fact, if Strength for a Reason wasn't a hardcore band, my old band wouldn't have existed.
1: (laughs) Like just playing Strength, Strength for a Reason definitely is underappreciated. I feel like. And last time that last time that I was at a show where they played, I didn't watch them for some reason, and I'm kicking myself because I was I thought to myself I was like, damn, I really like that band, you know?
0: Well, I think that um, I think Strength for a Reason is like a band that a lot of people take advantage of, like. No, not take advantage of, take for granted. I think that yeah. people, I, I because I've, I've definitely been at shows and been outside doing Strength for a Reason set too, and I'm like, the fuck am I doing? Strength for a Reason's playing. I think it's because of the uh, frequency. They, there was a time when Strength for a Reason played everything. They were around so much, and it was like, if I don't see Strength for a Reason now, I'm going to catch them next week. You know, I know five other oh, yeah. places that they're playing, but it's a lot more sparse now. I don't even know... Are they still? I mean, I don't know what shows they're playing or whatever. I I've they heard...
1: they played a couple of shows last year. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm pretty no yeah yeah they definitely did. What the fuck am I talking about? I was there. Yeah, they they <laughs> played they played a couple of shows last year, and uh, I hope that they play again because I, I hope that I hope that it's not a long time before I get to catch them again. I've because heard, yeah, yeah I, no, I've heard. I like ones. I like them a lot. Like I've I've made friends in Strength for a Reason Pit, and like in like the Pit for Strength for a Reason. You know. Yeah. So.
0: Um, when we were uh when we were younger and we were in our like, you know, stupid little hardcore bands and stuff and strength for a reason would come through, it was always Carl and Jack were were so like nice and like willing to talk to us and like, you know, kind of teach us about the bands they were into and and like we learned a lot about the scene from Strength for a Reason and from them coming through and like we learned a lot about like our style of hardcore too you know pa hardcore is very distinct and you know like strength coming through wisdom coming through um and i didn't see the other bands but like you know bands that used to come through before my time were like no retreat and dysphoria and crutch and you know all of those yeah yeah that you know um but anyway i have i have such a i have such a huge appreciation for strength for a reason which is a band that i haven't really talked about much on this show surprisingly like i said i think i just take them for granted because it's like i've always been like i have like 10 strength for a reason shirts i don't even think twice but i don't even know if i would have one on like yeah you're just like you're you're just like
1: used to it you're just like used to them being around at this point that you're just sort of like ah you know that's not feel like they're always around i feel like like they're never gonna
0: not be a band
1: (laughs) yeah you know i mean there are some bands that are just like that and that's okay because they're sick so
0: yeah and um wisdom is another one that i I think are they on that this is hardcore flyer can we talk about that on a podcast okay because like if it's if it's not announced
1: that's 13 bands out of 50 so that's that's like been announced that's been announced and i already can't wait to see like how it's going to be split up and like who else is playing
0: yeah yeah i always panic on the split because usually like being out here in uh altoona i'm four hours away from philly so I usually like to make the trip in a day. I've been to hard. This is hardcore a couple of times, but I've only gone one day at a time. Like I haven't done multiple days. So I, have, oh, to, oh, I really? have to pick. Yeah. So I have to pick my poison and kind of decide, you know, what's the best lineup to see which one has the most bands on it that I want to see. And like you always have to make sacrifices, but we might do two day two days this year.
1: I think as far as I know, I think, I think, and I think that this has already been said in a podcast somewhere. Hatebreed is playing Saturday, I think, or maybe like, I, I think that they're headlining Saturday and then
0: I would imagine they would
1: Thursday is playing Sunday. Yeah.
0: Um, okay. So March, 2020 uh, was when hesitate before you were in the band, I, I believe um, dropped their first EP. Yep. All okay. for the best. And then um, did they play any shows like without
1: you? they they did they played um they played like two or three shows maybe they played the first they opened the first um philly unity barbecue mm-hmm. and fucking got stuck in traffic and got there late so i missed that but i was at their first show and that was a lot of fun just because like you know those are my boys so we were just like drinking beers and shit and having fun and um i was in the studio with them when they recorded all for the best or at least when they recorded the vocals and I actually I la- and I laid down a guest spot on the original Dirt Mall stomp. Yeah, yeah. And then on the new, and then on the new record, Steve and I decided to switch. We thought it would be funny.
0: That's dope. I'm going to have to yeah. listen to that now. That's cool.
1: Um Yeah, when you when you when you go back and listen to it, you'll be like, "Oh, damn, that's right. That's right."
0: That is cool. Um and then on ahead of the game, actually you you guys timed, I don't know if you did it intentionally or not, but you timed ahead of the game perfectly. November 2021 is like right when you want to drop that album especially coming out of covid everybody's back and feeling comfortable um you know uh, well i guess i should say ep but either way um how what's the response been like that you've gotten from
1: ahead of the game the response has been pretty good so far i'd say i mean a lot of people fuck with it which is all i can really ask for you know we've gotten to play with a lot of really cool bands like we got to play with Madball and we got to play with crown of thorns and got to play a bunch of shows with good friends of ours and um yeah i as as far as as far as i'm concerned or as as far as i'm concerned i think the response has been pretty good i mean you know i, I can't i can't anything, really i haven't I,
0: heard any bad word about you i i i personally i mean i don't really listen to what anybody says i kind of just go off what i like but I, and I'm not even just sucking up to you. I love it. It is good hardcore. Um, Thank you,
1: bro. Thank you. We, we we wanted to do like a, we wanted to do, or like at least like I really wanted to do, like when I joined Hesitate and Steve and I were kind of on the same page, we wanted to do like a straightforward hardcore sound. Yeah. Just like. It is. Straightforward and to the point. And, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm glad that it came out the way that it did truthfully, because, eh, you know, I'm, I'm picky about shit, but for the most part, it was like, basically like right on the money, you know. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean it, yeah. it looks good, it sounds good, the quality is great. Um you did it at uh the Knife Flare?
1: Yeah, with Wyatt, with yeah. Wyatt Oberholzer. What was that like? Uh that's awesome. I've recorded with Wyatt before and he's super cool and he's not afraid to tell you if he thinks something is corny or if he thinks you've done this too much, try this or like he's that that motherfucker has got so many opinions and for that i love him because he's Mm -hmm. made he's made so many like really like helpful suggestions with like both of the bands that i've recorded with him with and it's great and he's recorded a bunch of really awesome stuff and it's i'd say it's an enjoyable experience you know i got no complaints yeah why it's cool as hell yeah for sure
0: yeah um one thing that like helped me i i've talked about this too before so I always have to like repeat that cuz I I feel like I say a lot of the same things when I talk to people but it's just true. Um no, That's fine, bro. <laughs> but uh one thing that really helped me grow as a musician was accepting uh criticism and accepting uh you know people's like chiming in with different opinions of what you're trying to do. Um when I was first writing and and doing everything as, you know, a guitar player you, you like get fixed in your ways and you only hear what you want to hear and whatever you want to hear is coming from you. And like, mm-hmm. you know, um, I don't know, one of the, one of the biggest values that I think uh, my friends have added to me as a musician is the brutal honesty of being able to tell somebody that something doesn't sound that good or that something needs to be different or that something's redundant or whatever. And can like, I, can I
1: keep it, a, can I keep it a buck with you, bro? Yeah. I've got no, I've got no friends like that. And I could fucking use some, I could fucking use some because (laughs) I would rather have a friend tell me that they don't like my band instead of just being like, Oh yeah, it's a band. You know, it's music. (laughs) It's like, if you don't, if you don't like it, you know, like if, if we're friends, I expect you to give me the brutally honest truth. Like, don't make me, don't make me want to quit music, but be like, you could probably do this, that, and the other and not do this, that, and the former you know yeah so any of any of my friends listening to this for any future music projects don't be afraid to just like if it sucks just tell them them. dead ass (laughs) like come on like that's at everybody if it sucks just tell me please no i mean no more second guessing i uh the
0: our our guitar player that um i used to play with well both of them actually our bass guitar player brian Runk and our uh, other guitar player bart kit neither of them i mean like we we had a a pretty nice synchronicity being able to be honest with each other about stuff and like neither of them would would hesitate for a second to tell you if something wasn't like you know and it's and it's from it's not from a perspective of you're doing a bad job but it's i'm your friend and i know you can do better than that so i'm going to push you you know and and like that i think was probably the hardest growing process Um, For me as a musician was like accepting the fact that like, if somebody's telling me that something needs to be better, it's not because it's not good enough. It's because it can be better. And you need to push yourself harder to get there. And, you know, I had a lot of pride that got in the way of that, I think.
1: I mean, yeah, there's, there's, that, and that's, a, and that's like a good thing. There's a difference between somebody being brutally honest with you or in my case, some kid on YouTube, and I'm not joking. This is, these are most of the comments that I, that I see because my eyes only see like the bad shit I hear. I see all the time. It's like band is good, needs new vocalist, or he looks like Mark Zuckerberg. He looks like screech. <laughs> he looks like fucking like I've been compared to Dustin diamond, Mark Zuckerberg, who Jesse Eisenberg, like, I'm I'm numb to that really? as, as of this That's point. Hilarious. Honestly, yeah, because like I've Why come do to realize do over that you do that to years,
0: yourself, dude.
1: I well, I've just come to realize over the years that like everybody in hardcore has a different voice. Yeah. You know, like nobody is supposed to sound a certain way. So like oh, when no. it comes to like when it comes to my voice and everything, I don't really give a shit anymore. live oh. I do because like I'm putting on a show. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, god fucking I hate I hate warm weather, dude. Nats are oh. getting in my car now. Yeah, but it's now that the weather's hit like 75, the gnats have finally come out. I'm so uh, fucking sick of it already.
0: I went home uh, on lunch today, and my entire counter was covered in ants.
1: Fuck that. Like, come Jesus. on,
0: like it's been warm for like two days. Can I have a break?
1: That's what one that's break? one thing that I'm just that's I can't do summer, man. I can do spring and I can do fall. I can't do the the heat and the humidity or yeah. the freezing cold temperatures.
0: Like brutal this past year in PA.
1: Yeah, I'm just lucky that the last two weeks it's been like summertime, basically. Yeah, at least where I at least where I am, because I think Altoona is maybe like four and some change away from where I live.
0: Maybe like three. Uh, Where where you're fifteen minutes outside of Reading? You said. Is that what you said? Yes, fifteen minutes. Okay. Um, I'm probably three three and a half hours from you
1: so gotcha yeah that that sounds that sounds right i'm trying to think of how long it takes because the only place i've been to in altoona is uh ds lounge oh so okay, yeah right i'm, ju- I'm, I'm just thinking i'm just thinking of like how long it takes to get there yeah just, like, yeah off top
0: um altoona is not huge so you know if you're coming from mm-hmm. 4D's or you're coming from anywhere else you're probably right in the vicinity of three three and a half hours um reverb is like reverb is just the perfect distance away that it's a pain in the ass to drive home on a weeknight if you have to get up the next day for work. I was I wish we were just a little bit closer because it would be like there's so many so many cool shows that go on over at Reverb, especially
1: um, as of late, dude. Yeah, I'm dude. spoiled. I'm spoiled living 15 minutes away. No doubt. I mean, like I I like get, during fests, like being mm-hmm. able to like leave and like go to my house. Yeah. and like i remember i remember there break. was this there was this yeah there was this one year that i i literally came home and and i was like my head is killing me and i and i have a car and i live like right over there so i just like went back to the house and just like watched and just like watched tv for like an hour or more so just like laid there with my eyes closed and like listened but mm-hmm. it's it's cool you know like i think that having a venue right by where you live is like like within like spitting distance is like yes primo movie. shit absolutely yeah. <laughs> absolutely and i'm and you know hardcore shows have been happening a reverb since like even fucking before i was listening you know yeah. so i missed out on a lot of really cool shit like i missed out on like fuck biohazards played reverb a few times i think um
0: i got to play Reverb once, just once yeah oh, it was amazing yeah it was fucking uh the john barlow uh, memorial show After John, who else played? Who else played that Um, show? Who headlined that show? and you're quizzing me on the air. I'm gonna have to look it up because I I can't remember, and I should know this, but like, um, because I know that there was
1: a reverb show there for somebody, and Death Threat played. I remember
0: it was it was so great. Like it was, dude. (laughs) That that was probably my favorite show that I've ever played. I've never talked about it really on on the show, but like, um. It was just, it didn't have a show feel to it. It just, it was just like, like so many friends, so many, like it was just the nicest atmosphere. That's all I, that's all I can say. Like it was just, Bro, those are, nice, yeah. Yeah.
1: Those are the best kind of shows, man. Just like you and just like you and your gang, you know? like
0: It was Animal House, Lifeless, Bottom Feeder, Terrible Minds, Straight Up, and a band called Get Railed that I don't know. And Richie and Mad Mad Joe from uh, Wisdom were DJing, and it says a special surprise guest headliner, which I should know, but if anybody's listening to this, message me and yell at me for not remembering who that was because i'll probably go oh my god but i think it was wisdom and chains
1: actually got you yeah it was. that 100%. would that would make that would make a 100 percent sense
0: yeah no dude it was it was one of the best shows ever um and it was like multiple people singing for animal house it was great it was just a good oh show. shit it yeah, sounds like used, a good time we used to play a lot with animal house we met them um when barricade used to come through altoona a lot way back in the day and we made friends with uh like ziggy and uh Schwank and the guys in barricade and basically they went on to start animal house and just man some of the best shows that we ever played were with animal house we had so many good memories this is what hardcore's about dude like yeah dude for real yeah that's that's one band that um I don't know. I'll probably get emotional talking about it. <laughs> like they just oh, we had it was just, dude, John Barlow was the sweetest guy. Like he it, it's so isn't it strange how like you know, if you look back on like the people who have died, like they they seem to be like some of the most amazing people for some reason. I don't know if we just like remember them for only the good stuff or whatever, the way that we look back on them or whatever, but it, it just always seems like the best ones get taken. And John Barlow was such a fucking great guy, like all around, dude, he was so inspirational for like, just the way he put himself out there, the way that he was so commanding his voice. Um, man, I don't know. Animal house dude all day shout out dude
1: no i i I feel you though for sure and like not just in hardcore but like in life in general it's always it's always the good ones Mm -hmm. it's like it's not even just the good ones like it's always like the best the best ones you know
0: yeah have you ever um not to completely change the topic have you ever hit up any of the metal shows that go on over at revert
1: i'm really trying to think i don't I can't remember the last like metal show that I went to over there. I was supposed to go see dying fetus there mm-hmm. and terror and year of the knife, but I can't remember. I think I got sidetracked that day or I was doing something else, but, um, I yeah. And then hate and crowbar, those metal shows out there, they get packed out, you know, yeah. like black label societies played there. Yeah. Um, I wanted to go see that. I don't even listen to black, white chapel and like, I just want to see them, you know, I'm pretty sure like Sanguisugabag is coming there in the next, I I don't know if they, 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 they may, they may have already come there. I I feel, I feel dumb saying that, but like, that's a band that, that I'm really dying to see. I know they're playing the church with pain of truth and terror in a couple weeks and shackled.
0: That's another band that I was going to, when we were talking about death metal earlier, I was going to mention them, but I, I can't say their name. Oh, they're sick.
1: But Sugabog I know I've been there, bro. Apparently. Been there, been there. <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> it just, it just like, it just can't come out. You're just like sang It's yeah. like I'm just like try. that band.
0: Like I know the logo when I see it, and I'm like, all right, those guys.
1: It's like it's that band. It's like yeah. dragged, dragged by a truck. That, that, yeah, that band. Yeah.
0: Yeah. The, the band is. Yeah. So- no,
1: they're they're great. You know, honestly, like them and 200 Staboons. Like I'm, I'm loving all this like new, like heavy shit that's been coming out lately and like vomit forth too yeah yeah
0: vomit forth is great 200 stab wounds blew me away 200 stab wounds may be getting me back into death metal honestly there you go bro there you go like when i heard that i was like these guys have something you know yeah dude another band i can't stop listening to is code orange i just bro
1: yeah i i I think I like the, I like them a lot personally. And I think it's wild that kids were stage diving at Coachella Yeah, yeah. Oh, for yeah. that band. For sure. Like, I mean, it, I mean, it's, it's like the fact that like, you know, it's like, that's what you would like expect when a hardcore band plays, like, yeah. or that's what you would hope for as a hardcore kid. Like when like bands like that play Coachella, like when Turnstile played, like it wasn't, I don't think it was a situation like that, or maybe it was, mm-hmm. but like to see people like front flipping like at Coachella is just like, really crazy shit and it was all just like rich kids you know diving feet first it was like nuts
0: and then they put out um underneath and so many of those people are like oh well they they sound different now there's too much of those there's too much sound effect the the latest album
1: the latest album right yeah dog like has anybody saying that has anybody listened to that first track right Oh like has God. anybody listened to the fucking, first riff like, that comes into, dude, dude, like that that <laughs> first breakdown, like yeah. that's so heavy, like that's yeah. like that's straight up just like mosh metal, like yeah. that's like nuts. When I when I heard that, I was like, damn, like I like it when this is when they
0: drop it at the end with the breakdown, the, and then they pick.
1: I also liked the I liked the music video too with the yeah. reveal with the reveal of Jamie. I was like I was like Leo. I was I was like Leo Leonardo DiCaprio <laughs> that meme. I was like I know that guy.
0: They did the WWE stuff?
1: Oh, that's I was just, like that's like like perfect. That's next level. It fits. I never perfect. I never thought that I never thought about a man doing that.
0: Oh no. I was like
1: really? Like I that that like that came so far out of left field that I I I did not see that coming. I was like, "Wait, what? My it's two weird. worlds colliding."
0: Well, it's weird too. Are you a big wrestling fan?
1: I used to, I I should I should specify. I used to be a big wrestling fan. I did, yeah. but like I like I'm era? trying to I'm trying to get um, hmm, let's see um, John Cena, Edge, Randy Orton. Um, let's see people. I these are people that I that I like saw like coming out new. I saw The Great Khali when he first came out, uh The Boogeyman, um Finley and um Hornswoggle. Okay, uh, Sheamus, um, fuck, who else? Yeah, so this when is, I was This
0: is like after I got out of wrestling. Wrestling Demetri Okay, means- so
1: early to um early to mid two thousands. That's okay. what it was. I was I watched wrestling from the time I was maybe like six to the time I was maybe like twelve or eleven
0: same for me and that was about that was about 1996 to like 2001
1: so. got you so yeah i um i um dx did a comeback when i was getting oh, when i okay. was watching wrestling okay. yeah that was when they like reunited and shit. and um i don't i don't think eric bischoff was on tv when i started watching or anything like that what
0: do you what do you want to talk about as far as the band or you know music that you were influenced by anything like that
1: yeah sure yeah any any questions you have about anything like that is perfect
0: yeah let's dive into that because we covered the band we covered the shows that you guys are doing that are coming up and everything like that um so you seem like a generally nice guy and that you um obviously have been the heavy music for a long time now um what got you initially into uh heavy music
1: god i have to no i remember exactly what it was i used to go to this um I used to go to this sleepover camp in the summer uh every every year in the summer for like five years when i was up until i was maybe 13 or 12 and when i was there i got i got put on to like august burns red and system of a down and smashing pumpkins and i was just like oh this this is actually kind of cool and also the devil wears prada and once I got home from there, I just like did like an immediate dive like on YouTube, and I started getting into all of like that like I don't I don't know if you would call it like post like, metalcore or like metalcore like post hardcore, you know, like you know what I'm talking about, right? like yeah, yeah. like like warp like, war, like Warptor esque bands, like if you metal will. You know, stuff. yeah, yeah, you know, and that's no shame to them because like, yeah, I'm, I not, hating them, I'm because not hating, I'm not hating so long. Yeah, but like um, that got me into the heavy music, and of course, before that, I really like. Slipknot, you know, dude. Like there was just yeah. something about like the motherfuckers in the masks, and oh, I used yeah. to watch um the Blister Exists music video all the fucking time, and just like be like like running around the house, just like wilding out. And my my family just like thought I was like insane, you know. But was now they're like just like, first, oh,
0: was that like your first era of Slipknot? Was um I think it was Volume Three Subliminal so Verses. Mm-hmm.
1: Yep. Yeah, that yeah. Was and like before I like listening to like Music Choice, bro. Like, do you remember Music Choice on Demand? Yes. Yeah. I, I remember I would always used to watch uh a data remembers I made of wax larry video and I would also watch um duality and um and um the blister exists yeah do music choice um
0: a data remember and slipknot devil wears prada august burns red like all the bands you named are great great um like surface level bands for people to find to get into better underground music too um
1: absolutely and then and then like when you go back to even a band like bring me the horizon like you'll go back to like those bands first releases and you'll and you'll hear them and you'll be like this sounds like some shit that somebody could have put out like last year you know and Mm -hmm. i think and i think i say that because like a lot of bands like try to emulate that like early like metalcore sound and like the first like devil wears prada release anyway is like a straight up just like a like a like a metalcore like type feel like you know like it sounds like it could have been on
0: legitimately never listened to that band and that's no hate oh really like that's i i was just talking uh to um nick from break the cycle about this the other day was um no hate on on any of those bands but like uh, a lot of that like metalcore and like deathcore and shit like that just kind of like went under my radar and i gained a respect for them like in hindsight seeing like you know devil wears prada 10 years ago, I I would see something like that. And I'd be like, that shit's corny. I'm not interested or like whatever.
1: Yeah, fair enough.
0: But but in hindsight, they stuck around. They've got a leg. you know, they become a legacy band. They become a, a headliner that draws, you know, massive crowds and shit like that. I've got respect for that game. I don't necessarily care exactly what the music sounds like, but it sounds like it's heavy. And I'm sure there's something in there that I would like.
1: Yeah, and like when it comes to like metalcore and and like other stuff like that, it it for the most part it like flies under my radar too. I mean, like I like I like metalcore, but like I don't really know like a lot of like the old like metalcore like bands like or at least that many. Which is why when I say like they sound like blank, like I didn't even know how to describe it. So I'm just like I just sound goofy talking about something I don't even know. But that was the start of the heavy music, and then the start of hardcore. I don't really know how that happened, but I do remember listening to uh, Step to Rhythm by Turnstile and then listening to um, Hanging by a Thread by Suburban Scum and uh, Street Prowl by Rotting Out and then Darker Half by Backtrack. Yeah. And then somehow, some way, somehow, some way, I, oh no, I got to see Cool Hand with Title Fight. So I was a big Title Fight fan. Oh, cool. And I was into like hardcore adjacent bands like Stick to Your Guns mm-hmm. and stuff like that so i ended up uh i ended up seeing cruel hand and i ended up seeing title fight at one show and that was cool and then i ended up at uh east coast tsunami fest or maybe it was keystone hardcore jam uh and i saw like backtrack Zabalba, incendiary all the real Um, heavy hitters yeah. yeah uh comeback kid played too um Fuck yeah there were down presser that was crazy. oh yeah that was dude. one of that was one of two, yeah <laughs> one of two times i've ever seen down press i've never they're seen fucking them. Nah, they're they are fucking fantastic i never so that's, saw comeback that kid well they're playing this as hardcore
0: yeah well yeah yeah i i yeah they're was. on that they're on that flyer i wish i would have seen that big one when i found comeback kid wake the dead had just came out and I always wanted to see like that era of Comeback Kid because it was it was just the first EP in the album that they were playing.
1: And I've got was, I've got respect it cool. for I've got oh I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you no, off. Go no, no, you bro.
0: didn't. That's okay. I was just saying it oh, would have w- been cool.
1: Yeah, I was just I was gonna say fucking shit. No, I don't even remember. Oh yeah. I've got I've got like I've got the utmost respect for Comeback Kid. It's not really my cup oh, of yeah. tea. And maybe I haven't listened to enough of it to find something that I like. But from what I've heard, I'm like, eh, you know. It's all right, but I I've seen videos of them playing live, so I know that they have I know that they put on a really good live show. So I think their set up this is hardcore is going to be is going to be pretty sick.
0: You know, there's a lot of those bands that like they became really diverse in their musical sound. Like Comeback Kids, a perfect example of that. Like at the beginning, they were just a straight up melodic hardcore band. Um, and same with wake the dead. There was a lot of like punk influence in there. Then they kind of went a little more metally, and that's where I parted ways with them. And I don't know, it wasn't necessarily anything like I didn't like what they were doing or whatever. I just never followed up with them, but there's a lot of bands, um, like that, you know, from when I was younger that I just, I, I don't know if, I don't know what it was like bleeding through is another band. This is love. This is murder. This is an amazing album. But after that, I just never followed up with them, you know. What are your influences now?
1: Now, um, well, after getting after getting into hardcore, I really got into like I had like a youth crew phase where I real like like real like had like a huge love for just like all like those fast bands, like fucking Righteous Jams and then like also like youth of today, just like those like fast and like fun sort of bands. And now at least when it comes to Hesitate, you know, I can't speak for before, but now I have like a very clear vision of like what I want Hesitate to sound like. I just want like straight, I just want like straightforward hardcore. I've been sort of, I've been listening to a lot of like Biohazard lately, like specifically like their first album and then State of the World Address. And then a lot of like, everybody gets hurt. And then um shit. I mean, we just, we just want to write fun shit that, we'll make people dance and we'll make people fucking two-step and stage dive. And we're just trying to like, we're trying to like emulate just like a whole bunch of sounds, you know, like pay, pay homage or homage or whatever, (laughs) whatever the pronunciation may be to like bands that we like, you know, like really look up to and appreciate, you know?
0: So like, what do you, what do you throw on in the car?
1: Typically, well, for the last month, I've listened to that Biohazard self-titled every single day, mm-hmm. and but tip, but as soon as I turn on the car, the first thing that comes on is um is um ACB by C4 because my car does that um, alphabetical thing with all okay. my same music, so C4 automatically comes on. But typically, it's just it's usually like um it's like something like Sade or it's like something hardcore or a podcast mostly podcasts for the last like for the last like few months because since i drive like all the time like i get i get burnt out listening to music and i run out of shit to listen to and i'm like i'd rather just listen to other people talk you know
0: no doubt yeah i yeah. um i i do the same thing man um i drive a lot too i listen to a lot of uh um sam tripoli i i really enjoy sam tripoli's podcast he's a comedian if you've ever listened to him he has a show called the tinfoil hat show or i tinfoil hat
1: i've i've heard of him before i listened to uh whiskey ginger with andrew mm-hmm. santino and then i listened to a uh, two bears one cave and uh the honeydew with ryan sickler as well
0: two bears one cave um with
1: Burt kreischer and thompson yes. yeah yeah I, I i literally i saw him a couple weeks ago in Reading at the Santander arena and really and him and his ragtag group of alcoholic misfits <laughs> they all went to the ugly oyster, which is a bar down the street. And I actually got the chance to shake his hand and be like, yo, bro, just wanted to say I'm a big fan. I think it's dope that you came to the city. And he, by the time I got to him, he was tapped out. He was just like, yeah, thank you. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, I really only went there just to shake his hand. Like I didn't even buy a drink. I like, cause I knew it was going to be insane. That's to, pretty cool though. To meet that guy. But I'm a, I'm a big fan of, I'm a big fan of standup and like, yeah, dude, I'm yeah. a big fan of standup and like, Especially like stand up comedian, like podcasts and whatnot. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm a big it's, it's, fan too. Like I said, it's nice to like listen to other people talk instead of just like listening to, cause like I said, I just like, I run out of ideas. I'm like, I listen to this every day. Mm-hmm. I listen to that every day. And then eventually I'm just like, all right, screw it. I guess I'll just find an episode of this that I haven't listened to before. Oh,
0: dude, I'll, I'll, I'll hop into these like, uh, Triple e will have something on his show, some like wacky ass conspiracy theory or whatever, and then I'll dive down some fucking rabbit hole, and before you know it, I'm listening to some dude in his basement talking about like occult shit and like how to, you know, bring a dead cat back to life, and you know, bro, you know, <laughs> That's Monroe, my you know that, journey.
1: <laughs> I gotta, I gotta say, man, I gotta say, and and um, ship. I want to. I want to listen to an episode of Joe Rogan's podcast. You know, there are some people on there that I would be interested in, like hearing what in hearing what they have to say. Like, I know Kanye West has a has an interesting episode on oh, there. Have you not? Have um, not
0: listened to Rogan's show?
1: I don't have Spotify. I oh, have okay. Apple Music, okay. so I do not. I'm un, I've tried to before, and I'm I'm unable to. I know he's had um he's had the vocalist of Youth of Today on there before, and like fucking Alex Jones, just mm-hmm. like.
0: His Alex Jones are,
1: episodes are hilarious,
0: dude. They are.
1: It's, he's fucking
0: love him or hate they him. They turn They
1: turn the friggin' they turn the friggin' frogs gay. <laughs> they yeah, they pollute the tap water. He's he's something else, you know. Like yeah. I gotta, I mean, dude. Even even so, it's like you put a you put a microphone or right. yo you were you were frozen in a yeah hey, I'm here.
0: You, you were frozen in a very funny way, but
1: you you were. Fr- Frozen in a in a completely normal way, but I could hear everything you were saying.
0: Okay, cool. Um, but yeah, I well,
1: appreciate I appreciate you shooting the shit with me, man, for real.
0: Oh, dude, no, this has been great. Um, this is this is just the best part of doing this podcast. It's just fucking chilling and bullshitting. Um, but uh, I do want to get plugs in. So, uh, where can people find hesitate?
1: Uh, you can find hesitate at hesitate or no at hesitate six one zero. Mm-hmm. on twitter instagram uh facebook hasn't hasn't been updated in years so Fuck there's still do. a bunch of old stuff on there yeah we gotta yeah we gotta gotta hop on that at some point i mean hey people pay attention to that stuff Do they you really? never know yeah i mean i don't i, I, dude, I haven't
0: been on facebook in i many. would
1: imagine i mean i would imagine i'm not i'm not entirely sure i mean but it's there yeah yeah it's 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 another it's another tool to to promote all your music and stuff yeah. and then yeah we're on um Apple Music, Spotify, Bandcamp, anywhere that you stream music.
0: Yeah, I listen to you on Apple Music. That's my uh my playlist that I've been playing lately. I've got uh I've got Hesitate on there, and you're right up there with Behemoth and Cox Barrer and Hands of God and Motorhead and Streetstruck and Hesitate
1: oh shit nice (laughs) it's a nice yeah that's a nice that's yeah that is definitely a nice gym playlist no um
0: i do i mean like i make an effort to listen to the bands that i have on the show um but i think that you guys have a really good sound and i i'm not just saying that i think that uh hesitate is a really good band um and like you said just straightforward like traditional hardcore i think you guys do it well Um, it's loud and it's in your face and it's aggressive um i have not seen hesitate live yet but i anticipate that are you guys playing that barbecue show that was just announced
1: no we are not we played last year okay okay
0: i didn't yeah there's
1: there's... a there's a bunch of bands that there's a bunch of bands that uh that played last year that aren't playing this year so that's that's actually pretty cool because i haven't seen like I, I want to say I haven't seen a good majority of the lineup, but I know I'd be lying, but it's going to yeah. be cool to see some different bands and it's going to be at the Polish club too, which is even better.
0: Yeah, no doubt. Um, I'm going to do my best to get out there. Um, it's looking pretty good right now. I, I, there's a lot of bands on that bill that I want to see um, and also oh, yeah, fire and the bloods on that bill. So
1: yeah, I saw that. Yeah. It'll be, it'll be a fun show for real. And I love how Bob always does $2 before the first band and then $10 after that like you can't you can't beat that shit, and that's going to bring so many people to the polish club like it's going to be a little bit ridiculous like i think that there were maybe six or seven hundred people there at the uh gridiron record release are you serious yeah or maybe i mean maybe 400 but it was no i think it was actually 600. it was a very very high number that Mm -hmm. shit was jam-packed so i can only imagine that the unity barbecue is going to be the exact same way if not more because yeah. that always draws a huge, that always draws a huge crowd.
0: As far as shows that you guys have coming up, we did talk about them earlier in the show. But since we're closing out, where's the next place that people can see Hesitate?
1: You okay? You can see Hesitate in Binghamton, New York, uh, next Saturday, May seventh. Assuming that this drops this week, it won't. Uh, let's so... see. <laughs> What's up?
0: I said it won't. yeah. Oh, so so if you saw Hesitate in Binghamton, here's where you can see them again.
1: i appreciate you brother you can see hesitate again um on may 24th in pittsburgh pennsylvania at preserving underground and then we've got a few more things to announce hell yeah that's when this comes when this comes out there will be there will be more shows announced and that is that's confirmed
0: yeah it'll be out um before the in cold blood show for sure
1: Okay. Okay. So then definitely by that point, there will be some more things that have not been announced yet. If it's
0: not out before the in cold blood show. So like just a timestamp, it's April 25th. If it's not out by may 24th, fucking call me. (laughs) I got you. I got you. Yeah. I got um, you, brother. Okay. So, uh, Jack, thanks so much for your time tonight, man. I really appreciate you coming and doing this seriously. I know that you just got off work and we just spent two hours bullshitting, but. Thank you so much, man. It, it's been such a pleasure talking to you and thank uh, I you. Wish you guys thank you so much.
1: That. Thank you, bro. I, uh, yeah, like I said to you before, I don't get the chance to do this very much. And it's honestly very, very cool. And I, uh, I really appreciate you taking, taking two hours just to bullshit with me as well.
0: Yeah, absolutely, dude. And you ever come out our way, let me know. If you ever uh, want to play out this way or anything like that, let me know. We'll get you a show.
1: Most definitely, dude. Yeah, the last time we played Altoona was awesome, so I'd love to get back out there.
0: All right, for sure. Well, hey, uh, take it easy. I hope you have a good night.
1: You as well, brother. Take it easy.